Hi, ever wonder what it's like to work another profession or live in the underworld? Listen to Unsuspecting Riders give a 10 to 15 minute personal masterclass as I spontaneously interview them as they enter my taxi. I'm your host, Simon Rushton, and this is Taxi Chronicles. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. Today we have Bob in the car and he works for the local authority and he's going to tell us what his job entails. It's quite interesting, really. And um, over to you, Bob. Nice to have you here today. It's nice. So, it's so nice. tell us, Bob, before you get into it, what, what kind of person were you as a child when you were in school? Um... It's nice to be here, firstly, but um, yeah, I guess as a child, I've, I, w- I was always naughty at home, but good at school. <laughs> and actually, actually quite quiet at school most of the time, um, but yeah. Were you that's... an only child? No, I have a brother. Okay. Like, I'm quite close with him, okay. um, and close in age too, which I guess helps. Yeah, that helps, makes it good for you. Okay. So... Tell us, what, what's, your, what's your title? What, what do you do for a living? Um, so my job title at the moment is Senior Auditor. Okay. Um, so it's a pretty boring corporate role really, but um, it's at a council, so my local authority, um, which means I get to see all of what they get up to. Okay. Um, Mainly the financial transactions. Um, when 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 we when we're called in to do an audit or or looking at their processes, systems, and policies, procedures, checking um, that that they're doing what they're meant to do. That they're doing what they're meant to be doing, or that the systems are working as um, they're meant to be working. Before we dive into that, what? education path did you take to get to that position and was it specifically to be an auditor so no i don't i don't think anyone who's an auditor um sort of there's you know there's not a university degree that's like internal auditing as far as i know um it's so i did um economics and spanish at Mm -hmm. uni um and yeah, that that was it, and I, oh, it was just looking. It was looking at jobs afterwards, um, and why did you choose those subjects? Why did I cho- uh, Spanish? I've been learning all my life um, because I, I lived in Colombia um, okay. as a young child, so I actually learned to write in Spanish before I learned to write in English. Uh, are you? Uh, sp- Spanish her- heritage or Colombian heritage? No, um, so my brother was born there actually, my little brother. Um, my parents are both English, um, but we moved to Colombia when I was really young because of my dad's job. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's that's why I learned to write in Spanish. But yeah, so, since then I've taken Spanish classes and things as well, um, so I've always had that advantage of being able to speak Spanish. So moving on, these what are the kind of corrupt elements that we that you have to deal with when you're auditing the council? 
there must have been some people, you know, they're not all good. So what are the kind of situations that you've had to say, listen, you're just banged, you're just wrong here, you're going to have to pay the price. Oh, there's quite a few. Like, schools are the worst, probably. Um, obviously, you know, it's not like schools have loads of money and there's loads of stuff they can do wrong, but um, head teachers um, seem to think they're in charge of their... They've probably spoken to head teachers in this car, but um, I've... I've, I've uh, yeah, they seem to think they're in charge of their own little kingdoms when their salary's being paid, um, just like the rest of us, by... Um, the taxpayer um, through the council so they've actually got you know they have certain obligations um, so it's, it's small things that probably don't sound like a big deal to lots of people so um, there was one where they handed out a construction project for an extension um, to a parent at the school um, when they're meant to go through a whole tender process and then there were issues with the construction of the building, um, so it wasn't it wasn't up to scratch, and they didn't finish it properly. Um, and then they asked for more money than was initially agreed, but because the contract was so bad, um, it was hard to enforce that. So there's there's so many issues around contracts. Actually, that's a really common one and a really common area for. Is it um, a standard for, contract, that, like a traditional contract, that the council will say this is what we do? We, when we issue you money, you follow these guidelines. There are for yeah. Well, if a council issues grants um, to businesses or to um, organisations that we're involved with, there's always conditions. Well, there's usually conditions that go with the grants, um, and then we, if we do a, a grants audit, we have to check whether those conditions have been stuck to you but it's the same with any it's the same with any contract it'll have terms and conditions mm-hmm. yeah. okay so what happened at the end so they, did they get more money did the school get built did someone have to go to jail no in, in in that case it was just i actually don't know what happened um that was that was a london authority so um i had to uh, I just wrote the report, um, flagged that as a big red issue, um, and then it would have been up to the council themselves to take any action. But that's the thing; like these things start out um, like issues raised in a report, and then it's, it's sometimes they get dealt with the proper way. Sometimes they just disappear into a black hole. Okay, so it depends on who you know up top. Um. It, like it, it. it depends on how competent they are as well. <laughs> you have lots of you have lots of dead weight working in councils. <laughs> okay, and they and they um and so so why don't a council purge? They can't purge themselves. It's very hard to fire people. Really? Um, okay. Councils are mostly unionized. Um, there's some really good people working in councils. Like, don't get me wrong. The one where I work at. <clears throat> Um, they've done an incredible job, especially over the pandemic, but, uh, yeah, it's usually a few people pulling all the weight and, um... They say 20% of people do all the work. Yeah, it's probably like that at any company. 
Yeah, know? yeah, I can For believe any, that. any company, 20% of the people who do all the work, and those are usually the people who bail when the ship's sinking. Yeah, I can definitely believe that. And then, and then all the all the rubbish people stay. <laughs> yeah, they try and hang on, but the good yeah. people know their worth, so they just move. Exactly, and they're able to negotiate. They're either able to negotiate higher salary, which yeah. the council can't afford to pay, yeah. um, or or they move. And obviously, the the council's public sector, so um, okay. they can only pay certain salaries. Well, it's been an interesting talk. We're coming to the end of the road now. What's two questions? What have you learned from the industry that you wish you knew when you started? Um, so, what I've 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 learned a lot. It does it does a lot more than than I thought. Um, so I guess that applies both to internal audit and the public sector. Um, so what what's the big thing that I've learned that sometimes the little things really do matter <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's a good way to round it off <laughs> okay and the last question i know it's the station what's the impact you want to have on the world um what's the impact i want to have so i i feel like my impact's limited just by writing reports to be honest but i'd, I'd like to i'm about to get involved in some process changes so i'm hopefully that will help to improve the council but you know obviously the world is bigger than the council so um, I'd, I'd like to see myself going beyond that at some point. <laughs> okay, well thanks a lot for that, much appreciated, and we wish you well on your future endeavours. We hope you liked that interview. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe to get the latest daily episode. Ever considered investing in a continent with the fastest growing economy and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources? Then listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you will hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am.